0: I'm Dustin and
1: I'm Steve welcome back listeners to the finest phototainment in the world that's right you're listening to another episode of the wedding photo hangover podcast in a reverent look at wedding photography this podcast like aspirin will help you recover from your wedding hangover Dustin, Rebecca Elliot from our very own Facebook group wrote in to ask us how she could help us get more listeners. This is a question we actually get quite a lot, so I thought it was important enough to address at the top of the show mm-hmm. instead of saving it for the end. Sure. Which is when we typically answer questions. So, Dustin. Stephen. How do you think we can help current listeners evangelize and proselytize their friends?
0: Uh, it's- I'm really glad Rebecca brought this up um, because Stephen and I have been working on what we're calling the Wedding Photo Hangover Bible, um, and we're going to be starting a small organization, a nonprofit, if you will, tax-free religious nonprofit. Tax-free religious nonprofit. You can look it up. It's called WPH Podcast. You can start by going door to door, wear your Sunday best, and tell all your friends, all your family, that they should listen to the Good Word. You know this this podcast. And how this good word has changed your life, made your life better, fulfilled you in ways that you thought you could never be fulfilled. Mm -hmm. Preach it, Brother Dustin. And then I think you start there and then maybe feel free to start some, you know, little fan sites.
1: You got to show people that they're missing something that could help them out in their life. So what you got to do is you start out by explaining to them how all people came into this world full of the sin of not having listened to the Wedding Photo Hangover podcast. <laughs> and so to help them get over this, what do we call it? A authentic sin or original sin? I, I don't know. I, I don't want to get too picky about this. But to help them to get past this, they, they need to recognize their need to listen to the Wedding Photo Hangover podcast. And then they need to actually listen to the Wedding Photo Hangover podcast.
0: Multiple times. Yeah. yeah. I mean, one listen is just not enough. So like... Some good
1: ways to go about doing this, other than Dustin's fantastic idea of going just door-to-door, banging on those doors. uh, You know, we want to get in every hotel in America, just like Gideon's Bible, because we feel like the wedding photo hangover belongs right there next to it. So, go ahead, go on out, just buy a bunch of really cheap uh, old iPods, download our entire back catalog into them, and every time you book a wedding on a state or wherever and you got to stay in a hotel, you just leave that iPod with the charge cable in the uh, drawer right next to Gideon's Bible. So, the next person who comes can listen to all the good, good episodes.
0: And if that's too complicated for you, you can always do what Steven and I do, and that's every time we go into a Best Buy or an Apple store... We head straight over to the computers, iPads, phones, (laughs) and we immediately flip on the podcast for all to listen and all to enjoy. I even, last time I was in the Tesla dealership, you know, I flipped on the podcast right there on the dash.
1: Where were you at a Tesla dealership? You live in Fort Wayne. A Keystone Mall. Oh, okay. You came to a real city.
0: (laughs) A real city. Indianapolis. Not Noblesville. (laughs) Close enough. (laughs)
1: Another thing, another great thing that you guys could do, just go out there, buy a megaphone, go to a street corner, put maybe like a poster over yourself that says like in real big bold letters, WPH is here, the end is nigh. <laughs> the the end is What nigh. will you do? Then hold your phone up to a megaphone and just play the podcast into the megaphone for people to hear. Start with this episode.
0: <laughs> I start with this episode. Uh, But in all seriousness, if you guys are belongers, partners, friends of other photography-related podcast groups or just photography groups in general, feel free to recommend us, drop us in there. Oftentimes, other photography websites are looking for your opinion on podcasts that they should feature, listen to, check out. We always appreciate you guys mentioning us and recommending us to your photography pals your your compadres
1: yeah and you know another thing if your family is anything like mine then you know we just got done with the holidays so you're missing out on a lot of those opportunities to really bring up religion with your family and talk about divisive things so put this in your back pocket next thanksgiving uh just spread the good word to your family and I guarantee, when your family starts listening to our podcast, it'll give everybody something to fight about.
0: Yeah, and we do highly encourage every Sunday, guys. Um, <laughs> when you're hanging out with friends and family, and they're like, "Hey, why can't you go to church today?" You can be like, "Oh, I am so wedding photo hungover." And they're like, "What?" And I mean, uh, it's a uh, it's a it's a church I'm listening to on my on my on my iPod. Phone I'm part of the thing. hangover, the hungover congregation. <laughs> <laughs> Reverend Stephen and Father Dustin.
1: Welcome uh, our hungover congregation to another episode of the Wedding Photo Hangover podcast.
0: The most reverent look. <laughs> the most re- reverent. at wedding photographer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, I think that's enough of that. But yeah, seriously, yeah. just tell your if you if you want to bring in more listeners, the best way to do it is just tell your friends that hey, there's a really cool podcast. Go to your uh, local your uh mentorship group your what do they what do they call those things
0: where you meet with other little people like meetups yeah. little meetups yeah go
1: to like your IGers meetup uh that's that's Instagram meetup for people who don't know
0: for people over 30 that's what yeah that's what
1: IG meetups yeah go to um, your local photo group like uh the one that Dustin judges at sometimes and uh, just spread the good word there you know hand out little tracks you can get business cards printed off with the, the <laughs> anchor.fm slash wedding photo hangover just hand them out to people.
0: You don't even need that, just weddinghangover.com. Yeah, yeah, even even shorter. That's beautiful.
1: So Dustin, we got some follow-up this week. Cody Wiseman wrote into Optimus on the Facebook group.
0: Always love an update. Thanks, Cody.
1: Cody was the photographer who wrote about the maternity client he had
0: who put Instagram filters on his photos. So I think, wait, don't tell me. Let me guess the ending of this story. When they had the baby, the baby came out filtered. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Moral of the story, don't filter your photos on Instagram or your children come out filtered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Boom. Cody, great ending. I love that. Distilled, pure, just like vodka. Mm. It's like a Brita filter.
1: Yeah. You take away all their flaws. It's terrible. Yeah.
0: So, so the baby came out perfect.
1: I think, yeah, it was a perfect baby. Fil- filter your filter your maternity pictures,
0: filter them hard. But a little with, with a little blue,
1: <laughs> <laughs> with a little blue, sometimes a little yellow or green or brown. In some weird cases, uh, like a little turquoise or a little red, maybe some magenta. You never know what's going to happen with an Instagram filter. So
0: so it came out like a tan tan blue baby? (laughs) Let's be honest. Most Instagram filters are kind of sepia-toned. So
1: Mm -hmm. it's probably a little bit yellowish. Yeah. So the update from Cody is after contacting his client, she finally Mm -hmm. did remove his tag, but now she refuses to talk to him. But he's not losing any sleep. She's pouting. He did, however, change the wording of his contract again and doesn't give a price, but he states copyright laws. So Cody says now that he's calmed down, it is what it is, but he'll just work to continue to strengthen his brand. After 16 years of photography and four being in business, this is the first time this has happened that he knows of. So it's not a common thing. Also, if one time kills his brand, he says then he's just a shitty businessman and a shitty photographer. And, you know, I'll add it, he's a shitty person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Cody, please, please don't take that. But he he's still kind of pissed off. And you know what, Cody? I think Dust and I both agree we're kind of pissed off for you. Yeah, pissed off that you're
0: a shitty person.
1: <laughs> <laughs> also in the follow-up. Oh, Cody, I'm so sorry. A few episodes ago, maybe like 20, Only- 30 episodes ago, <laughs> you were very upset with your with a company and at the time yes. you asked me to edit the entire part out but it was gold so i left the entire thing in the episode and i just edited <laughs> as, out as the you name do. of the company and what they were doing for you sure it was an seo company mm-hmm. and you have some updates on that story and you can share the name of the company now
0: sure yeah so uh a year ago uh i think a year ago now jeez god time has flown um, so this I heard is an episode
1: e- 80, so
0: 80 minus 52
1: is 28? There we go, 28. Something. Go back to episode 28. I'm sure it's not that episode. <laughs> yes.
0: Steve will drop a episode in the show notes for you. Yeah, that's getting cut. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so... I hired an SEO company that was really well known, uh, really uh, highly recommended um, in the photography community because we wanted to do more business in outlying cities such as the great city of Indianapolis where Steve reigns supreme and um, South Bend area where Steve is from. So, you know, Steve just naturally is dominating those two markets as one does. So I was looking for some added help to uh, push Steve off his throne. And uh, hired this company. I'm going to release the name of the company, uh, Turner Web Services. Some of you might have heard of them. Uh, He's done work for really well-known photographers. Uh, He's done actually work for one of our past guests, uh, Ben Hartley of Six Figure Photography and Style and Story Creative. But more
1: importantly, Um, a really well-known photographer, Dustin McKibben.
0: Yeah. The Probably the most well-known. On this podcast, uh, at least. <laughs> the man with the
1: most hits to his About Me page on our website, which I don't think he knew existed because I fabricated the whole thing.
0: <laughs> uh, don't look uh, yeah. that up, Dustin. Don't look that up. Perfect. Um, but So, yeah, I hired this guy, and he is a fantastic talker, fantastic salesman. Uh, His wife is a photographer. Uh, He used to be in the military and so they moved around a lot. So he got really good at SEO from helping his wife, you know, kind of move her business around Mm -hmm. and he got so good that other photographers started asking for help. He evolved his business and I think he just grew so big so fast and he didn't know how to say no and so he just kept taking on clients and he couldn't keep up with it. And then the business started to suffer and he wasn't fulfilling any one client and he just kept kind of like putting people off and yeah. So long story short, he went bankrupt this week and (laughs) we all got emails from his attorney letting us know that, uh, He would no longer, his cell phone's been deactivated. You won't be able to reach him. Any and all inquiries should be directed to his attorney. So yeah, I don't honestly know where to go from there, go from here. It's probably not worth really pursuing much. I think I paid somewhere in the neighborhood of like four or $5,000 over the course of my time with him for various things.
1: Oh, come on. If you sued him now, you'd probably get like $400. Or zero? Probably zero.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think it would really be worth, unless like everyone that's ever worked for it with him, for him, banded together into some sort of like a class action type thing. And even then, because he went bankrupt.
1: Uh, he's got a corporation. Yeah, he went bankrupt. You're getting nothing.
0: Yeah. And being that I know he already went through a divorce and lost everything in the divorce, And, you know, he's living in a studio apartment in Florida. So that's about all that's in the name of the company. So don't really know much of what we would get out of it.
1: Okay. That took a really depressing turn at the
0: end. Wow. Yeah. Sorry. I'm just really bummed out about the situation.
1: Should we start a GoFundMe page for this guy?
0: Jeez. (laughs) I never want to see someone fail. I don't... It hurts me to see him fail. Like I wish... There had been... You wish he had succeeded so your four to $5,000 investment <laughs> would pay off. That's what you're getting at. Well, I felt... Re- what I felt... though, So there was a thread. So he has like one of the most popular Facebook pages for photography and it's called the Photography SEO. In fact, your wife is in that group. My wife? And um, they already like took the group down or archived it or whatever. So you can't post anything in the group on like like new posts you can see old posts and comment on them but there were people that like had just signed up for his services like last week wow so like he was taking money like all the way up until the end that's where it like it gets shady as shit
1: uh you gotta keep going if you think uh if you think there's a way out of it and then when you find out there's not
0: (laughs) crash and burn you jump off the plane before it hits the iceberg yeah
1: Yeah, Yeah. planes hit icebergs frequently. That was a really great metaphor, yeah. I'm proud of you. That's what I'm here for.
0: Yeah, Airbag, iceberg, float away. Airbag,
1: iceberg, float away. So without further ado, let's cross over into the Drone Zone. So speaking of airplanes hitting icebergs, Dustin, listener Evan Dawson sent us in a story. It's a video on Instagram. There's a new drone developed by Rutger University that can fly through the air and swim through the water. Dustin, have you seen this video? It's crazy. I have not, but I'm watching it now. You're watching it, oh man, this is gold. This is podcast audio gold. Can you give us a play-by-play as you watch this video?
0: This music, though, is fantastic. It's going into the water. It's coming out of the water. Oh man! It's going back into the water. Oh, Dustin,
1: when it goes into the water, does it just crash and burn, or what happens? Dustin's dancing. Oh, he's playing drums. Yeah, he's rocking his head back and forth. Oh my gosh, uh, listeners, I'm sorry you can't see this. Dustin is a phenomenal dancer, a phenomenal dancer, and he's really just laying it all out there on the air drums. Dustin's licking, licking his finger, and he's touching his nipple. He's touching his nipple now. Um, What? He's getting really into this. Dustin, is there a fan in the room? Dustin's hair is blowing. It's out of control. Wow. This is the sexiest, sexiest episode of
0: this podcast I've ever seen. So are you going to buy this drone?
1: It was just developed by a university. It's not out for sale yet. So
0: call Rutgers up, Steve. Get yourself on the pre-order list, man. Hey, uh, Rutgers
1: University. Yeah. (laughs) You guys, you guys have probably heard of me. I'm Steve Van Elk from the Wedding Photo Hangover Podcast. Uh, I like to buy drones and not use them. Do you need a beta tester like that? Sounds good to me. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to talk about this, Dustin, because I feel like this is huge for the industry. I've seen a ton of people who've crashed their drones into the ocean or other bodies of water because they get yeah. too close to the water and then like a wave comes or something. But if your drone could work underwater then you know as long as it wasn't damaged by the wave you get it back
0: i I mean it it looks like that you really in order you really got to go like straight down into the water (laughs) with this particular one you can't like crash it and it just sort of like oh
1: i'm good dustin dustin these baby steps to the future baby steps to the future it's gonna get to the crash point okay i'm looking forward to a drone that you can crash into i don't know like a bush? I don't know anybody who's ever done that. Maybe a controlled no. crash into a bush so they didn't hit people. Yeah. And then like so you need the bush yeah, one. The bushproof one that then it like just cuts its way out of the bush. Uh maybe maybe you know you're flying your drone, you're like my hedge row needs trimmed up. Take the drone down, trim up that hedge, go back up and get some cool shots.
0: So Steven, if you if you had one superpower, would you say you wish it was to be hedge proof or bushproof? I'm pro bush, Dustin. <laughs> you're pro bush.
1: Oh, that has multiple meanings. Layers upon layers. Uh,
0: Layers upon layers of bush. Mm, I'm anti-bush. More of a clean (laughs) operator. Got it. Yeah, clean operator. Yeah. Just trying to understand your drone piloting. (laughs) I'm glad that's all understood now. All right. Just hate to see you get underwater with your drone Mm -hmm. piloting there. Yeah. All right. Spelunking, I think is what they call it. The kids these days. Is it? Is it? Right. Dustin, I thought it was called gardening. All right, moving on. Dustin,
1: how many times have you wrecked your drone in the water? Ever? Never. Never, ever. Do you have to take special precautions never, never. to make sure you don't? I've seen you fly your drone over the water before. Life jacket. Damn. How close do you get to the water?
0: Oh, right over the edge. Right over the uh, the cusp. The lip of the water. That's how close I like to come to death.
1: When Jen and I were in Punta Cana, I was flying my drone over the ocean as maybe this is after the hedge incident Mm -hmm. this is maybe like six feet up and at one point a wave did come close to hitting it 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 seemed like from where i was sitting but it could have just been it was very far away and the wave wasn't that close but it felt like it was very close and uh then i I went up to about 10 or 15 feet above the water because i got real scared
0: See, when I was in San Diego flying over the ocean. I believe it's called San Diego. San Diego. it means whale's vagina. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. When I was flying over the whale's vagina, I was less concerned about the water, and I was more concerned about the constant stream of airplanes and jets flying over me because I was nestled between two no-fly zones.
1: How were you piloting the drone? Were you using the remote controller, or were you just piloting
0: it by Yaz flute? A little bit of both. Nice, nice. That's what I like to hear. I'd call out to the whale's vagina and wish good tidings upon my drone, and it would (laughs) jettison its sweet vapors up to keep my drone afloat. Well, let's keep it classy, Dustin. Um
1: (laughs) (laughs) Dustin, you met with a man who runs a magazine recently and I wanted to delve into this topic a little bit. There's a man who runs a magazine in your town and you thought you could help him improve the quality of his photos in his magazine. So you Uh scheduled a meeting with him. How did that meeting go?
0: I went great. He really enjoyed my photos, really enjoyed my my video work, Uh, really saw a, a need for my work. I think what Steve's getting at is the reason I scheduled this meeting is because I thought the photos in his magazine were really bad. Mm -hmm. Then did you tell him that? No, because it turns out that the bulk of the photography is done by his girlfriend, Mm. soon to be fiance. So yeah, it uh, it was a little bit hard to sell him on my services when I couldn't belittle his current quality control (laughs) is this a tactic
1: you typically take
0: yeah i look for people who need imagery and their current provider of imagery is providing them with subpar results in my opinion at least to what i could provide them i offer them to have better results because sometimes in you know all honesty people don't know that there are better alternatives out there or they don't have the time to seek them out because they stumble upon somebody who's willing to provide them Mm -hmm.
1: Or somebody who's willing to provide them stumbles upon them and berates their current provider and steals mm-hmm. that business.
0: Or or that option. Yes. yes. The hostile takeover, <laughs> which is what I do.
1: Hostile negotiations with Dustin McKibben.
0: Mm-hmm. So, but I pitched him a lot of ideas, and I think uh, we'll, we're going to make something happen. I don't know that I can compete with free girlfriend photos, but... Um, might put on a little red dress and uh, take some pictures for him, you know.
1: Did you really just say that? Wow. <laughs>
0: no. Probably will be doing more video for him than photo. Mm-hmm. But at least until his girlfriend learns how to do video.
1: <laughs> He'll just bring her along <laughs> on the shoots and be like, hey, stand next to Dustin. He'll teach you. you. Know. He already did a bunch of free work for me, pitching me these great ideas.
0: I know. Well, I pitched all these ideas before I knew about the girlfriend situation. Mm-hmm. And so, I was, like, pitching, like, all these things I thought he could do better and, like, other things he could do for his magazine. Because uh, I started a magazine with a friend about five years ago. and it Oh, like, what's it called? Where, where can I get it? Yeah, because it no longer exists.
1: Dustin, you're breaking my heart.
0: I'm sorry, man. Five years ago, you didn't even tell me? It was uh, probably even longer than five years. How long? Corinne and I have been married going on seven years. So, no, it was probably seven years ago. hmm God, time is getting away from me. No, it was called the Fort Wayne Bride Magazine. Oh, a lot of demand in Fort Wayne for Fort Wayne Brides. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever think about maybe a bigger market that people would care to see photos of? Considering we were essentially just trying to mimic what the perfect wedding guide was doing. Mm. But in Fort Wayne, Mm. we didn't want to mimic what they were doing in the same city they were doing it.
1: Aren't they nationwide?
0: Uh, They're nationwide, but not in Fort Wayne. (laughs) So we were like, well, I think we could make a go with this. And we made, I think, two runs. So it was like every six months a copy came out, uh, same as theirs. And we did two printed copies. And then, yeah, that was it. So good learning experience though. Uh well we were doing what they do which is if they don't have enough advertisers for a specific category they just put free advertise like they put vendors in mm-hmm. without telling them and just saying hey by the way we gave you free ad space and yikes yeah so we didn't think why would anyone not want free ad space because we wanted to look like a legit magazine uh-huh. and people got really upset about it yeah so yeah. So we had to like... Dustin, how have I never heard about this before? It was before I met you, man. Oh, man. This was before we lived in Indy. This is back
1: when I missed out on the good old days of Dustin's Fort Wayne Brides magazine.
0: Yeah. <sighs> the website's still around, but now it goes to my buddy's. I, but my buddy bought it, and he uses it for his rental business. Very cool. For the SEO purposes of it.
1: Dustin, we have another write-in from... My wife, Jennifer Van Elk.
0: My wife.
1: This story is a little old, but uh, newly, newlyweds experience a long wait. So there were some newlyweds out in, I would say, a Great Plains State. A great mm-hmm. Plains state. Definitely, definitely not definitely, the Midwest. Yeah, definitely not the Midwest. It's a great Plains state. Uh, Nebraska. Omaha, Nebraska, Nebraska. to be exact. Okay. Out in a, a, a bunch there. of fields of grain, just wheat everywhere, you know. Definite great With Plains. With all those Plains. Some buffalo, yep. I believe. Buffalo. Maybe some horses. Yep. A few oxen. Maybe some cows. Just typical. It sounds like a great yeah, place. Yeah, great, great Plains stuff. Great
0: Plains. Pl- lots of. If, was it Plain? Was it Great Plains? It was a Great
1: Plains. Yeah, that is correct. And they are complaining that their photographer—they so were
0: complaining about their wedding in the Great no, Plains. No, no, I want
1: you to say that
0: word again.
1: Say it what? exactly the way you just said it. They were complaining,
0: but how did you say it? They were complaining about their <laughs> wedding in the, the hell? Great Plains. <laughs>
1: What the hell Dustin? That sounds so so wrong. Wow. So they're complaining that they got married on July 6th. Uh the As article most do. was written on January 7th, and their mm-hmm. photographer did mm-hmm. not get all of their photos back to them. They said after 6 months many of their photos, but not all of their photos, have been uploaded onto a website. The ones missing include the couple exchanging vows and rings. And during the ceremony, that's been the scariest part, if the images are still there. Say the couple. Mm Mm-hmm. Go on. About 10 other newlywed couples claim they're still waiting on a complete wedding album as well. The Better Business Bureau is looking into complaints against the photographer. Dustin, this seems like a pretty cut-and-try case. We're not going to mention the photographer's name, but it seems like like this photographer is not delivering. I don't know why, but not delivering. But the thing that really caught me about this and the reason I wanted to talk about it, Mm -hmm. the ones they're most concerned about are the exchanging of vows and rings. Yeah. As one would be. No, one would be concerned about the bride walking down the aisle, the first kiss, not exchanging of vows. and. What does it look like when people exchange vows
0: and rings in a ceremony? It's a very intimate moment where the promise to one another for eternal life and salvation. No, no, I know what happens. What does it look like in a picture? Because exchanging vows and rings would be the easiest thing to fake. Uh, in one of my pictures, it's one of the most sought after photos for our couples because it's the it's the most true moment in a wedding day where their eyes transcend love and life. I think you're confusing it with the first look. And there's a slight glow. No that's the first look and the bride
1: comes down the aisle or just into a room and uh, the groom sees her for the first time. (laughs) Or or just into a room. Yeah just into a a a closet room. Maybe it's outside in a field. Maybe it's (laughs) under a tree. I don't know Dustin. Maybe it's at Steve's house. The groom sees the bride or the groom sees the groom or the bride sees the bride. whatever it is for the first time eyes light up boom it's that special moment that magic moment where you're like boom chakalaka hey i didn't know if this person was going to be here for me today but they showed up
0: that they did
1: have you ever had a couple this is a tangent have you ever had a couple not get married after seeing each other for the first time um no i can't say that i have exactly that's a myth perpetrated by movies where Brides walk down the aisle and then walk out of the ceremony or grooms walk out.
0: That's not real. Well, we don't do a whole lot of first looks because a lot of people like to wait until that moment during the vows when they lock eyes. For the very
1: first time, they've kept their eyes closed the entire ceremony up until the vows and then they open them yep. up and they're like, whoa, it is you. I thought I was about to marry somebody else. I'm glad I opened my eyes before we finish the
0: vows. So all these facial expressions you're making right now, those are the moments we're capturing. That's why that moment is so so sought after. Okay, I love
1: what you're doing right now. You damn well know <laughs> exchanging a thousand rings is not important. Rings, maybe, because there's actually like a hand going across between
0: between the two of them. If you could cut something from if you could cut something from your wedding day, you would cut. Well, we don't need vows. We don't need a ring exchange. Uh,
1: Photos of vows? Photos of vows is two people standing at the front of a group of people looking at each other, which, newsflash, they're doing that in most ceremonies for most of the time. Not if it's Catholic. Not if it's Catholic, then they're going to be sitting next to each other most of the time.
0: Yeah. Even more intimate. Mm -hmm. Nothing says marriage like, go take a seat next to me over here. Go go
1: take a seat next to me. This ceremony (laughs) is going to be real long. You are not going to be able to stand for this whole thing.
0: Take a seat. And then me as a photographer, I'm like, I'm going to take a seat too to honor them. Mm-hmm. And then the church's wedding
1: coordinator comes up and says, actually, no, you're not allowed to sit with the guests. You're hired, <laughs> hired work.
0: You're, you're the peasants. The peasants must sit in the outside corridor. Uh, you, you have to go up to the balcony. On the, on the dirt floor, on the dirt floor that we keep in the back of the church with a televised you know, recording of the of the ceremony for the peasants. So I
1: don't know what's going on with this photographer. It sounds like sounds like maybe this photographer lost some stuff or maybe didn't capture stuff on the day. I don't know what. But exchanging vows and rings seems so unimportant to me <laughs> on a wedding day. Call call me grumpy old
0: and jaded. But I will. I will call you grumpy old and jaded. I will.
1: That's That's my dwarf. I'm a grumpy old jaded dwarf.
0: Well, because I think us as photographers, We, we get so excited and lost on the idea of taking pretty portraits on a wedding day that sometimes we lose sight of what we're actually there for, and that's to capture the ceremony and the wedding itself and the moments that happen along the way.
1: Okay, if you got the most spectacular photos ever, mm-hmm. portrait-wise, just, you know. Nobody no. would complain no. about these because they No one would complain about anything. They would just look at them and not immediately. Yep. In the Great Plains. Yep. Yep. In a wheat field. Mm-hmm. Do you think you think if you missed you you got the best portraits in the world, just so romantic, so over the top, good. They're gonna win all the awards in all of the places, all, all of the time. All the
0: awards. Every
1: award. Yeah. And you think that this person would come up to you and be like, actually, I didn't get a photo of the two of us staring at each other when we were supposed to be doing vows where you can't really tell what's going on other than that we're looking at each other. You think that's going to happen? Mm-hmm. 100%. Nah, dog. Nah. nah. You got the wrong clients.
0: Oh, I, I 100% agree with you. It, it, it's all about what your clients value. So, I mean, as long as your clients don't value that kind of stuff, then you're fine. But I think... I'm going to start a side business just called
1: like Van Elk, Por- Wedding, Van Elk Wedding Day Portraits, where we just come in and we just do portraits of the bride and groom. We don't do anything else. No family photos, no ceremony, no reception, none of that stuff. We just roll in right around sunset and get some sunset shots. <laughs> Maybe some yeah. night shots right after, uh, like 30 minutes later or whatever. And then we roll out. We're, we're only there for like two hours. And uh, we'll call it a luxury service, and we'll just charge you know ten thousand bucks.
0: Call it Redwood Lane. (laughs) Done. (laughs) No, I just I I always think back to the first wedding I ever shot, and it was a low end wedding. Coincidentally, the bride is actually now my daughter's preschool teacher. Gone full circle in this world. That's why I still believe I'm in like a Truman Show like experience Mm -hmm. because the. You know, the budget for this show is so low that now they're like, well, shit, we got to call back in the actor who played the first bride Dustin ever shot and have her cast as Dustin's daughter's preschool teacher. Um, Anyway, so I shot her wedding. It was one of the very first weddings I ever shot. thought I knocked it out of the park. A real park knocker. A real park knocker. Mm -hmm. Really focused on the portraits and all of that good stuff. And then she emails me. Or calls me after I get the photos and she was so upset because I did not take a photo of any of the table centerpieces. Now, mind you, this wedding was at a volunteer fire station, like the reception was. Yeah. Where, like, you rent it out. It's, like, folding tables and chairs, like the picnic table style kind Mm -hmm. that you would see in, like, a high school gymnasium, like, cafeteria. The centerpieces were, like, paper plates with, like you know, candles you got at Walmart kind of ordeal. Like something that in my mind was like, well, this isn't going to photograph well. This isn't something I would be proud of to show that this was my centerpiece. So I'm not going to document it. Like I made that conscious decision to hide something from their wedding day. I, that I hope thought, when she
1: asked where they were, that was your explanation. <laughs>
0: I made the conscious decision not to shoot it because I wouldn't be proud of it. I shot it. Like I had photos of it. I made the conscious decision to not deliver it. (laughs) And uh, so that's when I realized like, I need to give these brides everything because things that I might think are insignificant or unimportant might be super important to them. So we, that's why we do deliver is tons of images and give them all these things. And that's because I realized that even though I value the portraits and that's my favorite part of the day just like it is for you that it might not be all that's important to them. Mhm. So I think I just whammed you, bitch. Wow. That
1: kind of gendered insult is really weird, dude. Gendered insult? How is that a gendered
0: insult? What was was the was the word you use? Whammed? <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, Sex Panther, let's move on. Sex Panther,
0: what what does that have to do with sex? I'm so lost right now. We forgot to
1: talk about alcohol. Dustin, what are you drinking tonight?
0: I like how you say it like we're alcoholics, like we forgot to talk about our alcoholism, not my alcoholism. That's the only way the only way that our sponsors will count this podcast towards our
1: Dustin, Dustin, what are you drinking tonight?
0: Uh, Tonight I'm drinking just water because I have a stupid cold that I cannot kick for the last, going on two and a half weeks.
1: Mm, Dustin, I also have come down with a stupid cold and tonight I'm
0: drinking. (laughs) But my colds are not hindered by... Samuel
1: Adams Bavarian Lager. That's right, Dustin, I took barely a step up from a Bud Light, Sam Adams. Let me see that, sounds yummy. No, it's not bad. It's just light. Bavarian. You know, I like my beers heavy, soaked with a bourbon bourbony alcohol
0: flavor. What what's Bavarian? How does that differ from their normal? It's a style. It's a German wit. Well, I know I know that, but for those of us who didn't grow up in a brew history class. It, it's a wheat beer, a German a, a wit.
1: A golden lager with bright citrus notes.
0: So it's more of like a lighter take on their normal lager? Yeah. See, so when I think Bavarian, I think of, like, cream puffs. I'm picturing, like, Sam Adams cream puffs. Mmm. That would be good.
1: I would, I would eat those. They took, like, uh, Sam Adams infused cream and, like, put that into some Bavarian cream. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mm-hmm. get down on that. Did you f*** that, Dustin?
0: Yeah. Mmm. So much. <laughs> Let's do some Q&A. But, but Steve.
1: Steven Pike from our very own Facebook group says, Approximately how long do people give a bride to secure a date? I have a bride who confirmed she wanted me for her wedding, but then forgot to send the deposit and has since made excuses as to the continued delay. I now have another inquiry for the same date. At what point would you say, Sorry, love, you've had your chance.
0: Uh, I think you got to read it more like, at what point would you say, sorry, love, you've had your chance?
1: Why did you read it? Like, that was so breathy. Everything about that was like, like wind blowing into the microphone. Hmm, exactly.
0: That's how you got to say it, though. Is that how Stephen Pike speaks, Do you think? Or you could, you know, make it more like, at what point would you say, sorry, love, you've had your chance? Them more, you know, a little bit more like that. Yeah. No, that was great. Keep that up. Okay. Uh, I don't know, Steven Pike. Um, I had this happen a couple years ago. At what point
1: would you say, "Sorry, love, you've had your chance"?
0: Is that good? Don't It needs like really dramatic music underneath really it. Really dramatic
1: music. It's gonna have the normal Q and A music. <laughs>
0: You could talk to the production team, uh, talk to them and have them drop a little, a little something under there. Just pull it from the drama folder in the audio library next to the. T- yep. Tape deck. Got it. Yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, right. Yeah. Perfect. They're, they're flying around um, behind me. The whole production team right now. Yeah. Fulfilling every one of Dustin's wishes. Phil,
0: Phil. Yeah. No, the red one. Thanks. Anyways. Um, so at what point would you say, sorry. So we had a bride a few years back uh, do the same thing. She was kind of jerk us, jerking us around, jerking us off. That sounds nice. And um, she just couldn't, she couldn't pull the trigger on uh, booking us. <laughs>
1: She's pulling, jerking you off, but she, can, she couldn't quite pull the trigger. <laughs>
0: yeah. So many oxymorons there. But yeah, so we ended up booking another wedding and... She finally was like, "Wait, what no i was gonna I wanted to book you. I just couldn't like get the contract to you and so I felt super bad about it because I'm the nicest human being ever, and went ahead and booked her too, and had my wife shoot her wedding, and I shot the other wedding, and everybody was happy, especially my bank account but your wife was she happy? uh no, but <laughs> she's." Getting a house. She's happy now that
1: she sees her bank account.
0: Yeah, <laughs> she's getting quartz countertops.
1: <laughs> she's got money to go to marriage counseling. Yeah, she got another child. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put your wants and desires on your wife.
0: I do. Yeah, so that's how I handled that situation when it arose. I always am very upfront with brides, that it's very first come, first serve. Uh, and Stephen, you can always do what I do in any situation where you're tired this of waiting on your bride. is super bride confusing because his name's Stephen
1: and my name's Stephen. He spells his with a PH. Let's call him Stephen. Yes, yeah, yeah. Stephen. Stephen, there. there we go. Sorry, Stephen. S- uh, <laughs> we're really <laughs> screwing your name up, but that's just
0: life. Let's call him uh, Pike. Let's just call him Pike. Ooh, I like that, Pike. Pike, there we go. Captain Pike.
1: If your name's Steven from now on when you write in with a question on the Facebook group, you have to give us a fake
0: name (laughs) that we can use in lieu of your real one. Same goes if you're Dustin. What if his real name was Dustin? And so he's given the fake name of Steven. Oh,
1: damn. This is so convoluted.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But what you could do and what I do constantly is anytime a bride is dragging their feet on getting back to us or booking us is I simply send them an email and I say, Hey, just so you know, we had somebody, uh, we just met with for your date and, uh, I think they're going to move forward. Um, unless you're still interested. Unless, unless you're still interested. You put that scarcity mindset into a bride's mind and they always want what they are about to lose and they book you.
1: They do every time. You've never had to book the other person or more likely in your case, you've never had to lose that booking because you lied and didn't have another person who was actually booking with you.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've a few times I'll get the, oh, if you have somebody else interested, you know, I don't want to keep you from, you know, other business, you know, we're just still trying to make a decision. And I say, okay, sounds good. You didn't really want me anyway. Peace. And then I come back like a week later and I'll say, uh, they changed their date. Uh, so we still have that date open if you guys are still interested.
1: Oh, so you've never lost a client to this, to, to your skeezy business practice of lying to people and saying that you got another inquiry
0: for the same date. Hey. There's a sales element to wedding photography, bud, whether you want to admit it or not. You
1: know, it's 50% of the time when Dustin says he's got another inquiry for the same date, he's being honest. But the other 50% mm. of the time, he's lying straight on his ass.
0: What would you do with Captain
1: Pike? With Captain Pike? Oh, Captain Pike. I would just book I would just book this, the new bride, and just when the original one gets back to me, would be like, sorry, you've had your chance, but if you want to move your date
0: yeah I mean I guess if somebody else inquires and the other bride's dragging their feet like why do you care like just book the new bride Like, yeah unless the, the she ha- is having her wedding at like some venue that you're like super excited about or something but you want a bride who's super excited about
1: you like you you don't want to be excited and they're not excited which brings us to our next question from Mark Quinn also from our very own Facebook group Mark Mr. says Mr. Mark
0: Quinn whose name is actually Steven <laughs> his name is actually steven dustin it's crazy couldn't use his first name or his last name (laughs) so he came up with mark quinn his stage name mr mark quinn says dr quinn i've
1: got a couple who are stringing me along like a love sick teenager i feel like i'm Mm. 19 again sat in a club not knowing the hot lassie is isn't really interested and just wants me to buy her a drink I get a long-winded email ending with another, so sorry, but can you just clarify X again, please? I reply, but hear nothing for days. Make a decision already. I'm so close to emailing them to say, hiring a photographer is like buying a house. If you don't get them feels in the first minute, then you move on. Seriously though, surely it's something you either know or you don't. At least that's been my general experience. I'd email to say, I have another inquiry, but it's a Wednesday in February. So that would seem pretty (laughs) obvious. Or, or should I?
0: So that's where my methodology might fail.
1: (laughs) Well, there's an update to this one. Oh. Mark's gotten tired of waiting and he did email them (laughs) and say he's had another (laughs) inquiry for the date.
0: So he did take my advice.
1: Well, I, I believe it was, uh typing furiously, adding name and post. I might have been Alicia Simrock, but her question is the next one down on our question list, so I might just be throwing her name in because she's there next. Ooh. Insert name here uh, say, gave that very advice, which in my mind I was like, man, this person's taking the Dustin approach, Team Dustin.
0: Mm. Yeah. Which is why everyone goes to the About Me page on our website.
1: All too true. Mark, you got a problem. It is a Wednesday in February. Saying you've got another inquiry for a wedding is a ballsy move that you've made. And I hope it works out for you. What I would have said is, Hey, I'm so sorry, but I've just been asked to speak at a youth group on the night of your wedding. (laughs) So.
0: A youth group?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's the Lord's work, Dustin. The Lord's work. Uh, it's a wedding photo hangover youth group. <laughs> I'm speaking about this. I'm evangelizing about this good, good podcast I listen to.
0: I would have said like photograph a holiday party mm, or something.
1: No, no, no. You you want to make it sound like you're doing something just like, to, like the other option is not going to make you money, but it is something I was asked I've to speak. I've been asked
0: to fly to Africa that week <laughs> to document a small village. Or a non hoping to feed underprivileged children. With
1: rice. Uh, it was called Villages Youth and Family Services. And it was in they Sierra have Leone. a
0: fantastic promo video on their they website. They do.
1: It's really good. Check. I feel like whoever shot and edited that, the people who did that were amazing, whoever they were.
0: Yeah. It looks like it was edited with someone who got no sleep. I mean. <laughs> on a plane <laughs> while flying home to the United States of America. <laughs>
1: On a computer that yep. was five years old. <laughs> it's good times. Yep. Good times all around. Well,
0: I mean, let's just say that my photos all got edited on that plane, and then I left the hard drive on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> so, does Mark have an update in regards to their reply, or we just know? We that just he know that he sent him something them.
1: saying he had an inquiry tonight, and he got a reply from them. And in the reply, they asked another question. <laughs> They're stringing them along.
0: What was the question?
1: What was like? Gosh, now I gotta open up our Facebook. Oh, now I gotta do work. This is such good audio. Listen to me,
0: type. Type, type, tip, 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 type, tip, 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 tip. tip, tip, tip. I knew I should have been a voice actor. You should
1: have. Oh, damn! That's that hot stuff. Doesn't lay it on me.
0: Have you seen that video of the? I think who's the guy? Who's the actor from uh, the Hangover? Which one? The funny one. There are, there are a lot of funny people in the hangar. The short guy with the beard. Zach Galifianakis. I guess. Uh, have you seen the SNL video he does where he talks about how he does the sound effects for The Bachelor? Mm, no. He said, you know, oftentimes the audio crew can't get the mics close enough for the intimate scenes. So his job on The Bachelor is to create the sound effects for the intimate scenes. So it shows like clips from The Bachelor and then it's, like, him, like, flicking his armpit or something with the, for, like, when they kiss. He's, like, and it's, like, him, like, doing, like, you know. Or, like, he's, like, sliding his hand down the girl's leg. And he's, like, got his hand in a mayonnaise jar. And he's, like, oh gosh, the fans are spinning up on my computer now
1: that I opened Facebook. Jesus, sight. All right. Mark's update says he gave them until tomorrow when he's had a chat until after he's had a chat with his other imaginary couple.
0: Mark, you can come shoot Steven and I in February on a Wednesday. Yeah, Dustin and I are getting married. It's a
1: wedding pho- photo hangover religious ceremony, mm-hmm. non-binding in anywhere in the world.
0: You can speak to the youth of our ceremony <laughs> to fulfill Steven's obligation yeah. of a youth group. Yeah.
1: So now now you're speaking to youths and you're also shooting a wedding. Uh, there's there no go. money you're gonna have to pay for yourself to fly over here. <laughs> <laughs> yep but we we'll buy you beer
0: we'll put you up so much beer yeah. so much light beer so, so much light beer with lime <laughs> <laughs> tasty do they get coronas over there in the uk uh, i don't know that might be banned i don't know if they'll get those over the wall <laughs> they don't have to go over the wall to get to the uk oh got it all right i don't know where this wall starts and stops
1: oh mark 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 mark, mark. dustin what do you do If you're getting strung along and you want to close the deal.
0: Mm, It's easy. It's so easy, Steven.
1: Deal closer, Dustin.
0: Bring it home, baby. Yeah. yeah. You just go ahead and you tell the couple you're booking them. You flip the script on them. You let them know.
1: I've made a decision and I'm actually booking you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: You just say, hey, I'm Mark Quinn. I feel like you guys are just the dream team. You guys are the couple I have been waiting for. My whole life as a wedding photographer, I've been sitting there feeling unfulfilled. Like my thirst for what I do has not been quenched. Then I met you guys. let's let's call them let's call them Trish and Jack. Trish and Jack, you guys are the, the couple that photographers dream of. Trish Jack so I'm so I'm so happy to let you know. I've booked myself for you. I've taken myself off the table, so to speak. I'm no longer available to the wide array of Wednesday marriages in the UK or the world for that matter.
1: I'm not even going to fly to America for Steven Dustin's wedding. It's
0: completely off the table. So I went ahead, Trish, I called your mom. We got the down payment taken care of. We're all good. (laughs) She signed the contract. I'm still here. I'm available for any and all questions you might have, but I, I just wanted to give you that peace of mind to know that I, I booked you guys.
1: Because I care. You guys thought you were talking to Mark Quinn, but you were really talking to Mark Wynn, and that's when he wins him over right there with that awesome, I love awesome that. pun. Mm-hmm. I love the fictional characters you created because if we were to mix their names, Trish and Jack, their uh, couple name would be Track.
0: Mm-hmm. And we're on track with this question. It's <laughs> so bad. I loved it so much. Oh, Because Mark's going to win. You know what?
1: Let's, uh, let's take a random question from somewheres on the interwebs. Timothy from the Facebook group says, When you are done shooting a wedding, do you say goodbye and congratulate the couple? Or do you just bounce?
0: So, yeah. Typically, uh. Getting near the end of the wedding day, Uh, I reach into my think tank roller bag, Uh, I pull out, uh, we have one of those giant inflatable bouncy balls, I have Corinne run over to an outlet, we have one of those little power uh, pumps, and we fill up our bouncy ball, and we just bounce the hell out!
1: You know what I mean, Steve? Got you know what I'm saying? Well, Dustin does wear moon shoes to every single wedding, and he also brings a backup set of the moon shoes that they used to sell when we were kids, which are those plastic things with the rubber bands, so he can literally bounce in and out of the weddings. It's moon shoes on moon shoes, double moon shoes.
0: Those are awesome. I always wanted a pair of those. Double moon shoe edition. Yeah. I'd love a pair of those.
1: Would it be double moon shoes? Shoes double moons? Moon shoes squared? Yeah, there we go. Moon shoes squared.
0: (laughs) There you go. Uh, No, we always go up to the bride 30 minutes before the wedding. uh, Tell her that we are getting ready to pack it up, call it a night. Unless... Unless... She wants us to stay longer. I have a credit card reader, coincidentally... And I'd be happy to stay longer. Now, this is
1: a difficult situation for you to be in because you do bounce over on your moon shoes squared and you are bouncing
0: up and down like... Boom, 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 boom! And Corinne, well, how are you going to get over all those people in dance floor to yeah, get to the bride? But
1: your lovely wife Corinne has actually solved this problem, from what I heard. And so she actually brings over two pogo sticks, and she gives one to the groom and one to the bride. So now they can bounce, so they stay on your level the entire together. time. Together, now you're all bouncing together. Corinne has her own pogo stick mm-hmm. as well, of course. Of course. And uh, do they typically pay you in cash, or how does that work?
0: Oh, credit card. Credit card? Nice. Well,
1: certainly. So you just pull out the Square yep. and then, app and you're bouncing. And now how do they get the card into the app while you're bouncing? This seems very tough. Uh,
0: oh, I've got one of the chip readers. So I hand the chip reader Ooh, to them. Really good, good. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And then uh, I just typically, I have one of those fraudulent chip readers where actually the card gets stuck. And then I say, oh, <laughs> that's so unfortunate. I'm just going to hold on to this credit card until you guys get back from your honeymoon. You're gonna
1: hold on to their credit card while they're on their honeymoon. The train's gone. The train has gone off the track on this one, Dustin. I was on board when you were committing credit card fraud, but (laughs) hanging on to their card while they're on their honeymoon—that's that's a
0: a step too far. But it's not really hanging because I'm I'm not really hanging. No, this does work really well with their card.
1: You're bounce hanging on it, and um, you've got their credit card, and you also you know their zip Mm -hmm. code because they're your client. So, exactly. you, so you can buy gas. You can do whatever you need to do with this credit card.
0: Apparently, according to you, I can put a down payment on a Tesla. You can try. Oh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dustin usually, but, yeah. uh, as soon as he gets a credit card, he just backflips out of the building, right? Oh, yeah. Dustin actually just backflipped. Uh, I know nobody can see it, but I'm here to verify it's real and it's true. Uh, it just, he kind of did it and it
0: was just like... Whoosh, and just <laughs> Some people call me McFlip. Yeah. Dustin McFlip. Yeah. That's my uh burger name at McDonald's. The McFlip. <laughs> it's where they flip the burger twice before they put the cheese on. Gives it that little extra surge of joy.
1: Ba da ba ba ba. I'm loving it. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Wedding Photo Hangover podcast with Dustin and Steve. If you want to help us out, jump on iTunes or Stitcher and leave us a five star review. If you want to connect, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Wedding Photo Hangover, on Twitter at WedpickHangover. Dustin is on Instagram at Dustin underscore McKibben. McKibben. And Steven is at Steven Van Elk. If you want to get involved with the awesome community of listeners, join the Wedding Hangover Facebook group. If you really want to warm our hearts though, how, how, Steve? Head on over to anchor.fm slash wedding photo hangover. And you can sign up to support us for as little as 99 cents a month. It's extremely helpful to us and to the making of this podcast. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time. Your head is pounding. Your limbs feel like dead weight and your entire being aches for the sweet embrace of death. That's right. Next Sunday after you shoot another wedding. Dustin, you've been really getting into this show called You. Mm-hmm. What's that about? It looks super creepy.
0: It is super creepy. If I talk about it, it'll spoil it.
1: Yeah, I don't care. I'm not going to watch it.
0: Oh, uh, you say that, then you watch one episode, and then if you're like me... Nah, dog, You wake nah. up the next day, and you've watched all of them.
1: Nah, I'm not going to do that, because, you know... I don't want to tarnish that good boy vibe that Dan Humphreys from Gossip Girl has. Mm -hmm. You think I'm going to watch you and tarnish his beautiful reputation as the Gossip Girl? It doesn't tarnish it. It doesn't tarnish it. All all of a sudden you're just like... Now I did see while Jen was watching it, he worked at a bookstore or something like that.
0: Mm -hmm. Worked at a bookstore. Natural progression for his character, Dan Humphreys. Exactly. Exactly. Broken heart. He has a broken heart. Broken Heart makes sense. Uh, we, you know, there's so many elements. There's definitely going to be a season two. What fascinates me the most about this show is it actually aired on Lifetime TV, like the channel. And it was like, it had such little reviews that it actually got canceled. Mm-hmm. And then Netflix picked it up and it's now currently the most watched show on Netflix.
1: It is not necessarily a good fit for Lifetime. Lifetime seems more like Hallmark, but with, like, a little murder mystery in there.
0: Which is what this is. And this seems
1: more like murder mystery with a little Hallmark in there.
0: Okay. Yeah. True. But um, what I wanted to talk about was going back to Captain Pike's question from earlier. Uh, Corinne and I have been watching that Tidying show on Netflix have you seen Marie this? Kondo? That's sweeping the nation? Yeah, I'm not yes. watching that. Boring. Yeah, me either. But I'm pretending to watch it while well, Corinne <laughs> does. And... Oh, in that case, I'm watching The Bachelor right now with Jen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, literally right uh, now,
1: I'm watching The Bachelor with her. Hey, yo. Hey, yo, boo. Oh, oh, I can't believe she got that rose. Actually, they walked the girl out. She didn't even get a rose. He didn't have to do the whole rose thing because he was on a date with a girl and he's just like, nah, I'm not feeling it. I'm going to walk you out. And he starts walking around. He goes to hold her hand. And this girl has been like so thirsty for him the entire time, Dustin. Just says, don't hold my hand. You are watching it. (laughs) It's like the first time she took any sort of like independent like not – thirst trapping you know thirst
0: trapping (sighs) so many good phrases here
1: oh well all all the other girls on this season jen inform me are ig models insta models for the most part that's all that show has turned into uh I, i believe a thirst trap is um somebody who just posts uh pictures of themselves in various
0: states of undress on ig so I don't know this girl. I don't know her life. I mean, notice that you don't really see anyone anymore on that show. I watch it because my sister and all of her friends and my wife all come over and watch it on Monday nights. But notice that you don't ever see like teachers on that show anymore. You don't see like, oh, that's that person. It's all like people who are social media marketers i think is what a lot of their titles or something within that
1: it's all about the game and the game is getting the most instagram followers mm-hmm. <sighs> not a good game to be in
0: and then monetize on that but anyways so we've been watching that tidying show with what's her name marie well, you kondo. Said marie marie kondo yeah, get um, on the she's internet, all about dude, she's like, all
1: over it everybody loves her
0: i know i know everybody's <laughs> posting about her she's viral she is virility but um, not as viral as Alexandria ocasio Cortez. But back to Stevens, or excuse me, Captain Pike's comment. Uh, I've been wanting to have a new consult with a bride, just so I could use her tactics, where I reach across the table and grab their hands and say, "Do I bring you joy?" Oh my gosh, Justin, you're
1: going to jail for sexual assault with stuff like that. You can't do that, bro. <laughs>
0: Because in that show, since you don't watch it, I will explain, she has you touch everything that you own and asks you, does it bring you joy? And if it doesn't bring you joy, you should get rid of it.
1: Nah, bro. No.
0: I'd love to do a spoof of that show if it hasn't already been done by like Saturday Night Live or something where we like hold our children and look at them. Does this bring me joy?
1: (laughs) Just hold your children. (laughs) Does this bring you joy?
0: Sm- smoke detector. Does this bring me joy? No, it doesn't. No, it brings you not death though. That's pretty cool. All of a sudden, you're living in like a box on the side of the road, and you're like, nothing brings me joy, I guess, except for a cinnamon roll. Was once an ornament, sent to me by my wedding photographer, and my life has never been the same. Right, Steven? Right. 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 Right right all oh, right, right oh, right we had a we had a couple who
1: sent us that email that says hey i know we just talked about when the best time to start uh photos on our wedding day was but we have actually decided to split up and we'll no longer be needing your services really yeah yeah the one of those we're not planning on getting back together emails you know and Jen, Jen said to me, oh, shit, I shouldn't have th- sent him a cinnamon roll ornament for Christmas. <laughs> it was one of those reminders that she listens to the podcast, so keep it clean. Stay classy, Sandy. Stay Keep it classy.
0: Mm-hmm. It's kind of like when you uh, walk into every wedding ceremony, and before the ceremony starts, you look at every guest, and you kind of tell them sort of, you know, the Van Elk rules, which is, you know, you can't... The rules are you can't touch when I'm taking photos, but then you turn to everybody and you say, well, this look like a room full of law breakers.
1: <laughs> this looks like a room full of jaw breakers. And then <laughs> I go around and I stuff them all in my mouth and I see if I can break them or if they break my jaw. And every time they break my jaw, it's crazy. And I think to myself, I have to stop taking pictures of bad candy, but I can't because I love mm-hmm. bad candy. Cause it gives me that sweet, sweet sugar rush. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whatever whatever you want to do, man.
1: Yeah. Alright. Time to say goodbye, Rocket Ralph. Let's go.
0: Bye bye, Captain Pike. I mean Steven.
1: So now I'm Captain Look at me. Look <gasps> at me. I'm the captain now.
0: <laughs> what is that from? Captain Phillips.
1: Like that. When uh, they take over the boat.
0: It. Mm-hmm. Never saw it.
1: It was in the trailer, Dustin. I've never seen it either. <laughs>
0: I was going to say, that's why I sound I've just familiar, seen it spoofed like so day. many
1: times. All right, Dustin, we really uh, we really do need to say goodbye. Yep. It's almost midnight. I've
0: got to finish editing these photos. Goodbye, Dustin. Bye. Bye. I would love to do some Q&A, Stephen. Stevie Bear. Stevie Pooh, Love Bunny. Love Nugget. Cuddle Bear. Are we done with that?
1: <laughs> Wedding Photo Hangover was edited this week by Steve Van Elk of Bespoke Tone. Go to Bespoke Tone for all of your photo, video, and audio editing needs. Wooey!